everyone, Dave and Jeff. It is October 26, 2022. Well, now what? That's what I was going to ask you. I was going to go to. Does it feel weird right now? It is. It's really weird. It is. It's not as fun, right? I mean, nope. so here's the deal, by the way, is the World Series will start in a couple of days. I agree with something Tony Kornheiser said this week. Mm. Major League Baseball completely messed this up. I mean, he was super angry about it, but you're right because here's, here's let's be honest. The World Series ratings aren't going to be good. It doesn't matter who's in them. People can think it's Dodgers, Yankees. You're still only going to get those fan bases. And yeah, those are major cities. But do you remember when it was Yankees, Mets, the, the ratings were terrible. Mm-hmm. And so now that you're going to have the Phillies and Astros, the most, the, obviously, the viewership will come from those two cities. And then other people are going to go to other things. What Tony Kornheiser made a point was, you start on Tuesday, there's no football. Yeah. You play Wednesday, there's no football. Thursday is a travel day. You have Thursday night football. Right. Come back on Friday. He goes, instead, you fuck this whole thing up, and you're going against football. You're going against college football. You're going against the NFL. You couldn't have planned this any worse. It's so Major League Baseball to fuck this up. Every year. And the other problem is there's such a gap that anybody that's the casual fan, kids, not just in San Diego or New York where teams were just in, but across sports, man, there is so much happening day in and day out. And we live in such a 24-hour news cycle that as soon as it's over, it's over. And the idea, Dave, it's pretty much like they've come in, they've parked a car, and they've left it there for an extended period of time, and now they're going to try to go out and fire it up in the cold and try to get everybody revved up. I I don't know, man. I'm not interested as a baseball fan. Had I Would I have been interested in Yankees, Phillies? Yeah, probably, to watch Judge. I just, I'm looking at two of the most disliked teams possible. And Dave, I'll, I'll I don't disagree the, with that. And I'll put the Phillies above the Dodgers. Even as much as I hate the Dodgers as a San Diego guy, I would absolutely watch Freddie Freeman or Turner, uh, Mookie Betts. Yeah. Right? Handful of those guys. Um, way more than I'd have interest in the Phillies. So, yeah, it's just, it's been kind of fun. Last couple of days, I thought Peter Seidler was really good tonight in the Kevin AC column where he talked about the fact that, hey, this is what we've been chasing for a long time. Yeah. And now it's our job to maintain it. So I think uh, sports radio the last couple of days have been really fun because it starts what should be an interesting offseason when you talk about how quickly do you have the discussion on Soto? Where are you at right now with Clevenger? Right? A couple other guys. Who's your first baseman? You don't hear a lot, at least I haven't, about Brandon Drury. That'll probably come up. The hater conversation about the bullpen's kind of worn out to me. But I do like the idea of the offseason and wondering what kind of financial flexibility uh, A.J. Preller will have as he tries to take a roster that made it to the NLCS but now has to win the World Series. Okay, so a couple of things I took away from the press conference yesterday. You mm-hmm. know, the one where they, they sat down as far as end of the year. Bob Melvin, by the way, cracked me up, you know? Because did you watch or do you listen to it? I saw part of it. Okay, you should check out Bob's hair. Yeah. Yeah, Bob. That's uh, what Darren pointed out yeah, today. Darren, I thought Darren was spot on. Oh, Darren's fuck like, it. I didn't catch Darren. I'm not trying to steal from you, Darren, but he caught the same thing I caught. Like Don, I mean, uh, Bob looked like he literally went to a salon. Yeah. Took care of the hair and also took care of the face. Well, I didn't hear that, yeah. uh, but but Darren made a funny point today when he said, 
you know, Bob's 61. Yeah. And Darren said, I'm pushing 50. Yeah. He goes, I got a lot more gray than Bob. And Bob just finished managing the season. Yeah. Bob looked like he just walked off a magazine ad. He did. It looked like he had had a facial done and got his hair done. He definitely got the hair done. He had the grays right at the bottom of the sideburn, but everything else yeah. was completely brand new, dyed. But his skin looked great. Like, I was like, look at, look at Bob. I go, you know what? Fuck it. So what? He looked, yeah. he looked great. Went to Lacosta. Yeah, I, li- I like Bob Melvin a lot. And, I, and to be honest with you, I, I, got, I was a little disappointed with everybody kind of freaking out. I mean, when you go back to Suarez, he hadn't given up a home run to a lefty the whole year. Let, let, let's be honest. Maybe you should have just put, put Harper on. Never let the big bat beat you, right? Yeah. Just put him on. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, either way, man, it, 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 you can't do anything about it. I'm glad that Bob didn't go back and change his mind on nah, what he was saying. Not doing anything. It's, it, it's over. You know, it's fuck yeah. it. It's over. That's not, that's not, that, that's it. I think Bob did a pretty good job with everything he had to deal with. Think about it. Bob Melvin still has never coached Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. You know, in a major league game, he's never coached him. I mean, that's, that's kind of crazy. So they go through it. And the, when they were talking, Jeff, this is what I picked up. I don't think Brandon Drury's coming back. Mm-mm. The way they talked about him didn't sound like he's coming back. Well, I Josh said the Bell's, other night. Yeah, you said it. Josh Bell not coming back. I mean, there were little hints I thought they dropped in there. Yeah. That didn't sound like him back. I mean, of course. And uh, you know, the Clevenger thing is extremely disappointing, right? Nine wins in three years, ERA at twenty two and a half in yeah. the in the postseason. You, Yo. you and you, you get a little frustrated when you see that what Cleveland has and those guys have actually helped out. So looking at the pods, from what I heard financially going into the season, right now with mm-hmm. this this roster, $230 million is the payroll. With taxes, it's $230 million. You're talking about 22 or looking ahead to 23? Going to 23. Going into 23, that the payroll right now starts at $230 no, million. No, no, no. It's not. It's not even close to that. That's it, what was said on the radio. No, that's... 230 is what they were at at 22. Right now, they're probably at about 175. And they're looking to maintain probably at about 230. So they have about 50, 60, depending on what happens with Profar, what happens okay, with Martinez. So you know, that's not what was said on the flagship. Yeah, I'm telling the you. The flagship said wrong. going, okay, they're going in the flat. You're telling me you know more than the fucking flagship? Yeah. 100%. Oh, my God. Who are you? Where do you get off? <laughs> They, yeah. the, the flagship said going into the season, it starts at $230 million if its season started today. Well, I mean, they could be looking at who's currently on the roster. And, and the 22 roster, yeah. But you have it, the, the roster itself is, and trying to calculate, I was doing this the other day. Tatis, by the way, is only $7 million next year. Yeah, it's not a lot. No, it's Hosmer makes more than Tatis next year. Uh, yeah, Hosmer, you're still on the hook for 13. Yeah. But. Uh, Manaya was 9.75. He's off the books. Uh, Clevenger was 8. He's off the books. Profar could drop off. He's 7. Uh, Martinez is around 7. And then you start looking at some other guys. Myers drops off at 20. So there's a lot of money that comes off. But then you have to look at it the other way. Kim goes up a million. Yeah. Um, Musgrove jumps to 20. And then I think... To tease, yeah, but I I think what I saw AC write today is that they're going to try to maintain around two thirty. But I mean, anybody who's going to try to predict what Peter Seidler is going to do with his payroll, you're yeah. insane. And and there's nothing funnier to me that people continue to write. I'm not sure we could afford it. Now I don't think they <laughs> we right. How much were you were you sweating last time? Right. I mean, we. I don't think. 
I would guess, I mean, you and I talked about a few names the other night. We talked about Jacob DeGrom. I yep. don't think you're in play for DeGrom. I don't think you're in play for Aaron Judge, right? Yeah. I, I just don't. But Josh Bell comes off the books. Uh, Drury didn't make a lot of money. It was a minor no. league deal. But it clears, I think I saw they clear somewhere 55 yeah. to 60 million. I think Drury made 900,000 last year. Yeah, nothing. Um, but then you, Stammon's four. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's a few guys like that that drop off. Soto, you calculate. I mean, he was 17 and a half at uh, his arbitration number last year. What does that do? So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know where they – there's no way you're at 230 today after the guys that are coming off. I mean, just starting with Myers coming off, Hosmer drops from 21 to 13. I mean, it's a little bit – it's so crazy that Hosmer's not even here. Yeah. You got to worry about this for the next, what, three, four years? Yeah. Jesus. But but like I said, stamina at four, and then there's there's other money. You were playing, paying Denelson Lamette money. That doesn't happen next year. There's Yeah. It's pretty wild when you look at the calculations on this team because of all the moves that they've made, money that was owed, and then money that's coming off the books. You know what's interesting? I mean, and I'm never, I don't know what side I'm on. You know, there are times I'm on the player side, times I'm on the owner side. I think I'm more on a player's guy. Mm-hmm. Is Profar got a deal from AJ that was uh, overpaid. You know, he, he gave Profar a good deal. Profar, when he came over from Oakland, was a guy that was considered a disappointment in two stops. Yeah. Had an erratic arm from second base. He's turned into a, an outfielder. He outplayed his contract. He you did. Know? Doesn't happen a lot. Whenever a guy outplays yeah. your contract, you're like, hey, he outplayed his contract. Profar, I imagine, comes back. AJ loves him. He's loved him ever since he was, you know, a, a young kid. I think he comes back, but you're going to have to give him a race. If you bring Nick Martinez back, you're going to have to give him a race. You and know, you keep reading Martinez comes back as a starter. Yeah. And that to me, that would have been the this, this smart move all along, right? Mm-hmm. They just read that one wrong. Suarez, um, again, is another guy that you got to deal on. If you bring him back, it's going to cost you a little bit more money. But Suarez is a guy that I'd almost be surprised if he does come back, meaning that there are teams out there that saw him, just had an amazing postseason, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden he's on the map, and they go, dude, he's a guy we need. And when you look at the bullpen, as you're calculating it, Drew Pomeranz didn't throw a pitch all yeah, year. that's right. He's making $10 million, Jesus, and he's expected to be healthy next year. So I, I got I know, it. You believe it when you see it. No, I got it. It's old. But I'm just saying you have another year of Pomeranz. Next year is when things really, year from now is when things get really interesting with the books because Snell comes off, Darvish comes off. That's about $38 million between those two. The Pomeranz money for 10 is off. And then Manny has the opportunity to opt out. Yeah. And I, I think, Dave, I think that's a huge story. I really do, and and I thought we've talked about it a lot, and I heard it somewhere today, and I, I thought it was pretty good. It might have been Darren's show talking about could Manny opt out, and they said I think it's going to be determined on what the market is for a guy like Judge, and and what is what does Judge make now? Now Manny's not a sixty-two home run guy. We get that, but Manny's an impact guy at third, yeah. and and people have seen it. Uh, what happens there? And I, and I also think, man, to me, I don't know that I, I, depending on what the number is, I'm not sure I rush into that Soto extension this offseason. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't go into it. Um, not when you got two years. No, Manny right now I think controls a lot on what the Padres are going to do because you want to keep Manny happy. You definitely want to keep him here. You don't want an opting out. 
here's the deal. Manny's past what they consider your your prime almost when this contract because he's he's 30 years old, mm-hmm. but the way the contract goes will take him past 32. Right. So 28 to 32 is considered your prime as a Major League Baseball player. So you're ex- expecting decreasing years as far as Manny goes. Manny's really important to the franchise. He was obviously the MVP of this team this year. It was a, a no-doubter. So you want to keep him happy. You talk about Darvish and Snell coming off the books. He's going to want to know, okay, if those guys aren't re-signed here, who are you replacing them with? Because yeah. you better bring in somebody just as good as those two guys, if not better. And then at the same time, does he think in his mind, I've outplayed my contract. We're going to uh-huh. redo mine, and I want to raise on that one too. I think David's more B than it is A. Because, look, I mean, when you're, when you're calculating the business of baseball, Snell's really good. Snell, an $18 million pitcher? I I don't know that he is. I don't know that he is. I, I think he is. $18 million? Yeah. For Snell giving you a consistent Dar- five innings? Dude, Musgrove's 20. Yeah, I think he I is. Got, I'll take Musgrove okay. over Snell. And I'll take Darvish over Snell. Um, Darvish gets a little bit more interesting. Boy, I tell you what, I like, I like Snell. When, if Snell can pitch the way he did second half of the year, I like Snell. Uh, I'm... Um, a hard throwing lefty got throwing 98 from the left so side. And so young. wasted pitches. So yeah, many. Well, he has a huge wake up call because of that clock. He's never pitched fast. Like no one, nothing one's going to be affected more than that for that clock than Snell and Clevenger. You know, it's no more yeah. of this fuck around shit. You would get the ball, you throw it. Dennis Lynn pointed out today, Clevenger's dealing with a bad knee. I'm not fucking, I don't have time yeah, oh, for this. Excuses. Off yeah. you go. Yeah. Off you go. Nobody cares. Get out of here, Gimpy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nobody cares, though. No, Honest but, to God, nobody cares. No, but I'm saying we, the team has to get out of this mindset, and they've done it for years, yeah. right? And we remember when they did it with Josh Johnson, failed, Pryor failed. Yeah. They did it with Clevenger. Hey, we're going to give you the two-year deal coming off the Tommy John. Huge failure. Stop with investing. Drew Pomeranz, all these guys that they invest in that have red flags. Yeah. Move on. You're right. Let these Josh Johnson one is a great call. Now, again, I don't I don't think that was Preller. I'm pretty sure that was no, before AJ got it wasn't. here. But it doesn't matter. You're trying to be a World Series team, and there's absolutely no reason. I don't care if you get him for two million dollars. There's no reason to bring Clevenger back. No. Because at some point he's gotta be somebody else's gamble at this point, Dave. He just has to be. You have to go out. Dude, he won nine games since he's been a Padre. Nine. Yeah. Three seasons he was here. Nine games. Yeah. Bye. Tommy John, bad knee, broken <laughs> down. Dude, Jesus 0 Christ. and one with a 22 and a half ERA in the postseason. Bye. Yeah. yeah. I have about 60 stitches still in me. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not claiming I could get an out, but. He, but he was. That's the difference. Yeah. Uh, I, that's why, and I remember saying this a year ago. To me, the most fascinating yeah. offseason was going to be this season because of everything that was on the books. And I remember you talked about, and this was way before Soto got here, but I kept saying 23 is the year. This was before we knew Tatis was suspended, before Soto got yeah. here. And I kept saying, I thought 23 was going to be the year. I thought was 24 gonna... was the year. No, I... Yeah, I, you said 23. I said yeah. 24. Um, because... The other thing, yeah. after next year, hater can come off the books. Like there's oh, a yeah. lot, and you're you are paper thin, as everybody knows. It's not breaking news. Paper thin in the farm system. You do not have 
that wave of talent ready to come in. So what do you do right now to not only compete in 23, but make sure you're ready for 24 and beyond? I think it's great. I think it's really, really. And you have an owner that is laughing his ass off, having a blast. He's not. He doesn't have any buyer's remorse. If he is, he's a hell of a poker player. Oh, he's loving it. He's loving yeah. it. You gotta love it. I mean, what you're doing here. Okay, so this came out a couple of days ago on Twitter, where this guy predicted ten, the next ten World Series. He wrote this November second, twenty nineteen. Okay. Oh, okay. Did you see he's nailed this thing so far? No. So he wrote this in November second, twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty, he has Dodgers. Twenty twenty one, Braves. Twenty twenty two, Phillies. Wow. <laughs> 2023 Mariners, 2024 Padres. Really? Okay. Yep. 2025 Mariners, 2026 Giants, mm. 2027 Angels, 2028 Marlins, 2029 Orioles. Now, if this fucking guy, I'll tell you right now, if this guy nails the Mariners next year, I swear to God, I'm not watching another baseball game for 10 years. Yeah. This guy ruined it. Ruined it. <laughs> he ruined the whole goddamn thing. But the good news is he has the Padres. You notice there are no Yankees, no Mets, no Dodgers in there. 24, though, this roster looks a whole lot yeah. different potentially in 24. Yeah. Now, my point, by the way, when I picked 2024, when we did the show in 2017, mm-hmm. when you and I were making our predictions, my whole thing, I thought the whole pitching staff was around Mackenzie Gore. Yeah. When Mackenzie Gore makes it to the majors and he's at his best, that's when I thought the Padres would be at their best. Yeah. And they had, I don't know how much we put into Quantrill or any of those no. guys, but Lauer, right? No. Casey. Any of those guys. I mean, man, Dave, you hear, I was talking to a friend that will remain nameless, but it's pretty, pretty tied in. Ryan Weathers is done. Yeah. Done. You got to get rid of him. He doesn't want to be here either. Yeah. You broke him is what happened. Yeah. You, you, the, the Padres broke him. And he kind of broke himself being immature when he went to management and said, make up your fucking mind. Right. Am I a major leaguer or a minor leaguer? Stop bringing me up and down. And so... But yeah. everybody blew him because he had that one game against the Dodgers in Texas in the in the postseason. Yep. So, for me now, a couple of different people have floated the idea: Machado, Tatis, Kim, Cronenworth as your infield. But I don't know about that. I really don't. I, I'd much rather see Cronenworth, Kim, Machado. Tatis in center, Soto in right. Let Profar opt out and uh, tell him, get the fuck out of here. Not giving you any raise. Keep walking. Get out of here. Have fun in Detroit because that's where you're going to go play. And I, you know, I heard today, oh, maybe Austin Nola. Goddamn, I let Austin Nola go too. You got to get production, man. Every Did we not learn anything from watching the Phillies series? There was no easy out. Yeah. Anywhere. There wasn't. And when you looked at the Padres, Grisham was an easy out. Profar was an easy out. Nola was an easy yeah. out. Those are the three. And, and Basically, honestly, you're giving up nine to 12 outs a game. And Josh Bell became an easy yeah. out. So when you look at that, Tatis is coming back. So I'm looking up the middle. Cronenworth at second. Kim at short. Uh, Tatis in center. It is what it is. Stop worrying about protecting that kid's feelings. This is what it is. He created this. I hate to say it. He opened the door for someone else. Yeah. Well, guess what? You don't own the team. Yeah. And anywhere you go, no matter where you work, 
there's a chain of command and people say, we're trying to win the World Series. And guess what? The best chance for us to win is with Kim at short. And you're a huge upgrade over Grisham in center. Grisham may be a little better defensively right now, but because of the athlete you are, we think you can catch him. And, and production-wise, offensively, you're going to blow him out of the water. But we have to go get something more productive at first base. We can no longer survive having the production that you've had at first base that you got out of Hosmer. You can't, you can't tell me, if Cronenworth hits 18 as a second baseman, you go, that's pretty good. Cronenworth hits 18 as a first baseman, a lot of teams are getting more production out of that position, and you don't have the luxury to sacrifice that, especially if you're going to come back with Nola. If I was the Padres, because honestly, I, this isn't just one of those. It is what it is. Because you could tell by the way A.J. Preller answered the question yesterday. Yeah. He didn't want to talk about it. I give credit for Bernie for asking it because it went almost the entire press conference before somebody asked the question, but we all Where wanted to know. Where's going to play? Yeah. I just want him on the field. All right. Stop. You think they were just going to let you go with that answer, A.J.? Yeah. Come on. So Bernie followed up right away, right? Save it, Chuckles. And then he did a follow-up on it. And we all want to know. I mean, it is. It's a major question. Yeah. What's going to happen with this kid? Anyone who doesn't watch Padre baseball on a regular basis, they see his highlights at short, and they're mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. But the, it's the everyday play. It's the yeah. play, play that Kim makes that makes Kim so good. When Kim gets the ball, when Machado gets the ball, you know the throw is right in the chest. You yeah. know it's right there. It's Tatis that had trouble with the throws. If I'm if I'm the Padres, I think what you do is you, you tell Tatis, you know, whenever their conversations are, this is where we see it, Fernando. Shortstop's not going to be it. We literally think we have the best shortstop in all of baseball right there in Kim. Fielding-wise, mm-hmm. it's it's important for our defense where Kim's going to be there, and that's where he's going to be at short. Your choices. You decide. You can play center field, rock star position, or you can go over to first base. You're six foot four, six foot five. Cronenworth's a great second baseman. Why, we aren't moving guys around for you to make you happy. You can pick one of the two. Which one do you want to work at and become the best at that position? Because shortstop is sailed. Yeah. I can't see him at first. You know what? Technically, if he came up as a first baseman, you'd go, yeah, look how big he is. Yeah. You know he can pick it. Yeah. You know? You know he can pick it. He's fucking a huge target. He's six four, six five. But again, people like to go, what the hell? He would go, what the hell? If I'm him, I'd jump at center field in a second. Go, I can right. show what kind of athlete I am in because center. Because of his maturity. I don't he's twenty three. Fuck. He's yeah. always been a rock star at short. It's like being the quarterback and now you're being asked yeah. to go to wide receiver. Braxton Burmeister. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see that that asshole's at, at wide receiver now. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, so anyway, I, like, I don't know. You Really, you have to do with the psychological stuff with Fernando. He's a little kid. Yeah. I mean. Which is why I find Machado is going to look around at this and almost almost laugh inside. Like, dude, you created this shit by jumping on that motorcycle. Yeah. You know? Completely. Um, and we might have been in the World Series right now if it wasn't for you fucking jumping on that motorcycle. Yeah, or we started anybody other than Clevenger and went to yeah. anybody other than Mania. But, but I, David, at a certain point, you have to look at it and go, Phillies were just better. They, they, were, they were better top to bottom. Yeah, at, at this time of the year, yes. Obviously, yes. record doesn't show that during the regular season. But at, at this time, yeah, they were hot as shit. I, I watched all those games with the Phillies against the Braves and the Cardinals. And, man, not only were they great, pitching was great, the fans mm-hmm. were great, everything. They just had it all going at the right time. Right. But they had they, it going at the right time. The Phillies were the tip your hat. You got to tip your hat. People don't like tipping their hat. They were the better team at the right time. But they have to be aggressive this offseason and address the weakness of the team 
And to me, the weakness of the team is left field, center field, catcher, and now you have See, a void I think Profar comes base. back. I think he just loves Profar. He comes back. Or if I, Profar doesn't opt out, yeah. Yeah. No, I could see Profar opting out, and he still comes back. You know what I mean? Just a new deal. Uh, but yeah. I, th- I think I think he, he's all in on Profar. I just, I'd be shocked if Profar's not here next year. Um, just my opinion. I just think that. By the way, I, I think I feel like I'm the only guy that's not sold on Aaron Judge getting that money. You know what I mean? Like if the Giants want to do it, if the Mets want to do it, the Dodgers, the Yankees, whatever. Man, I this the Judge deal. I don't know, man. When they were going over Roger Maris hitting the sixty-one home runs mm-hmm. and how he never even came close to like forty again. Yeah, and then they had to trade him away because it became such a distraction. Dude, Judge is over thirty years old. You're going to give Judge two hundred fifty million dollars for five years? Is he going to stay with the Yanks? Two things I heard. One is they said the Yankees can afford to let him go because he is Yankee baseball. Yeah. And the fans already chant, sell the team to Hal Steinbrenner. People wow. hate his guts. I, I'll tell you what, I think the move is, I know so many people are talking Giants-Dodgers now and his mm-hmm. family. I didn't realize Aaron Judge was even married. Aaron Judge's wife's family lives in San Francisco too. And so his family lives in that area. So the Giants make the sense. It was his favorite team growing up. They said the Dodgers are going all in. Um, the Giants came out yesterday. The story was, if he doesn't choose us, it's not going to be because of the money. Like, no one's outbidding the Giants. But if I'm Steve Cohen of the Mets, I'm throwing I'm throwing a shitload of money at Judge and trying to bring him to the Mets. I just look at San Francisco and go, who do they have around him? Joey Bart? Well, who knows if that's the only money they're spending. No, I got it. Yeah. I mean, you're, you've been talking Giants for five years, saying when that money comes off the books, watch what the Giants do. Yeah, but for me, I look at that team and I go, man, they were pretty boring last year. Yeah. And, and they have... Crawford's not getting any younger. Belt's not getting any younger. Rendon's going to opt out, but you could might be able to resign him. I'd like to see Pods make a run at him. Yeah, I think a lot of teams are going to make a run at him. Yeah. I think the Angels make a run. I think the Yankees make a run. I think he made $22 million last year. Yeah. All right. It's, all right. It's pretty good. Um, But. Are you a judge guy? I mean, am I, am I nuts when I say let him go? I like judging the right lineup. I mean, I've, I felt like watching him in that Yankee lineup. I mean, you have John Carlos Stanton behind you. That's pretty good. I mean, I, I think him in that Mets lineup, scary. Yeah. I think him in the, uh, uh, I mean, where are you going to play it? You're going to move Mookie to center? It's at second base. That's really? A, that's the story is that Mookie goes back to his natural position at second and Aaron Judge goes to right. I mean, Judge goes to the Dodgers. Forget it. That's, because that's, it, and, and. Shitload of strikeouts, man, for Judge. I got it. Yeah. But there's, it's one of those things and it, it's what we saw with the Phillies the other night where when you're watching that and if you're Niebla and you're, you're Melvin, you're like, every guy in this Phillies lineup is crushing it yeah. right now. You don't have, who are you going to pitch around? Every guy was hitting. Including that little dork shortstop. <laughs> right? Not, yeah. Yeah. Reese Hopkins is hitting. Gene Segura. I mean, everywhere you turned with that lineup, Castellanos, Schwarber. I mean, they yeah. were really real mutos, right? I mean, yeah. every no, guy. It, it, it is. It, it's a funny Bum's lineup because. Not, yeah, they, but they Bone's bat. not an easy out. Yeah, it, it is. It's a kind of a funny lineup. You look at it and you go, and Bryce Harper's your best player right now by far. Yeah. He's the hottest player. He bats fourth. I mean, there's a chance you're going to get to him to the second inning. Yeah. But it's funny how, how they have it set up. Hoskins is hitting the shit out of the ball right now. Yeah. And Philly fans, they said, hated his guts. Like, they wanted, him, they wanted him gone. But it is such a strange thing. If they win, 
they're such a bad defensive team. I can't think of a team that bad defensively that had that kind of success. And and really, I mean, it reminds me of the Twins in 87 where you go, you have two starters. Yeah. Twins had Viola and Burt Blylevin. Yeah. And somehow they managed a couple of decent innings out of Les Striker, and you won a World Series with two pitchers. You've got Nola and Wheeler. Yeah. Nola's going to start game one. Yeah. Which is interesting. I think the Phillies are going with the attitude where they want to gain a split. And they think right. they can win game two better than they can win game one against Verlander. And then it's uh, Suarez, right? Yeah. Ranger. Ranger. Ranger Suarez. I mean, okay. Fine. But, I mean, when you look at Astros. They've been you, on fire. They haven't lost a postseason game. Right. You've got Verlander. Yeah. I mean, guys 80 He's going to win old. the side young. Yeah. Same. So... Circling back to Judge, yeah, San Francisco can pay for him. But if I'm San Diego or the Diamondbacks or the Dodgers, I, I want to see what else is in that lineup because yeah. he's very easy to pitch around. You know, outside of at the time when they signed Barry Bonds to the seven-year $49 million deal, the Giants mm-hmm. always seemed like a team that had the money but never really went crazy, right? Yeah. Even when they let Chris Bryant go last year after trading for him, you're like, man, you're going to let Chris Bryant go? Mm-hmm. And it ended up being a smart move. Chris Bryant didn't hit one home run in Colorado this year. Amazing. Had a, just, a, just a dismal season. It was over before you knew it. But for the Giants, I kind of wonder, are they going to go all in on four or five guys? Because that's what it would take. The Giants yeah. aren't one player away. There are a lot of players away. Yeah, and decent farm system. Yeah, very good farm guys system. Coming up. Uh, that kid, uh, Luciano, the shortstop, supposed to be a stud. I think they're top five right now. Yeah. In farm systems. But... But for me, Dave, so I come back to San Diego and we look at that lineup. All right. Profar comes back. Fine. Right. Fits. But I, I mean, if Nola comes back, then Nola's got to be your two. You just can't afford to have all these lightweights in your lineup. You just can't. I, Unless I, Tatis. I don't disagree with you. Unless Tatis is going to center and you can go out and get a decent first baseman that can be a legit 25 home run guy, right? You thought Josh Bell could be maybe more OPS than power, but... Josh Bell was an all-star when he got here. Yeah, or or more yeah. on-base percentage, I should yeah. say, instead of power. But, um, yeah, he just... Yeah, I don't think Bell's back. I don't think Drury's back. I don't think so either. Just by the way, they were talking in tone yesterday. So, let me throw this one at you. To keep Fernando healthy, he's never played a full season without being injured, mm-hmm. Would except for the 60-game season. Would you put Fernando possibly as a DH to protect him while he gets healthy for this one year? The, yeah, I think he'd hate it. Yeah, of course he would. But, but his bat's so good. If he's anything like old Fernando, 42 home runs leading the National League, hell, just have his bat knowing he's available every day. Yeah, I mean, if he, if he would be open to that, and now all of a sudden, I, I know you, dude. It was funny. I'm looking at Jeff right now. If you were in Peoria, they meet up in February. Yeah. First question. I know how you would ask it to Fernando. Are you going to cry like a little bitch if you don't play shortstop yeah. this year? You're just yeah. going to ask that straight up. Yeah. Are you going to be a distraction to this entire organization if That's you don't play shortstop? That's the short? question. Judge your maturity right now. Yeah. You're a center fielder every day. Reaction. <laughs> Snapshot. Bubba. Bubba. Um, uh, I mean, I think you, I think you sell them on center field a whole lot easier than you do being a DH. Yeah. But if you, I mean, look, Grisham's another guy. 
It's arbit- arbitration eligible. So you're Kite getting losses. Kite yeah. losses. That's it. That's Just, it on all these guys. Yeah. Grisham's a guy. Dodgers are going to do it with Bellinger. He won an MVP award. Just cut him loose. Fuck. You cut Bellinger, then that's the guy I talk to, right? If Tatis, if you're going to go. You think you can fix it? If you're the if you're the Padres, again, or anything, it depends yeah. on the number. If, Some if, other team's going to think they can fix it and give them crazy nineteen million a year yeah. five year deal. I'm not doing that, but yeah, that's a guy I definitely take a flyer on, depending on what the number is. Yeah, I, okay. So here's since obviously I watch a lot of Dodger baseball. I I love Bellinger's swing when he connects. He misses a shitload. Yeah, here's the the number of Bellinger why it's dangerous to, to sign him if the, whether it's the Padres or anybody else. Dude, his bat speed's crazy slow. It's mm. way below the average. It's almost 10 miles an hour below the average professional baseball player. What happened? Fuck if I know. And so you sit there and you're going, dude, it's not even a matter of him recognizing the pitch. He can't get to it because his bat speed's so slow. Uh, so, so, I mean, that's a major problem. So yeah. any hitting coach out there will say, hey, I, I can tell you what stance to be in and how to get your hands through the zone and all that shit. Dude, if he can't see it and then react to it in time, dude, he's going to continue to fail. He'll probably be a guy ending up with the Giants, huh? He, dude, exa- he looks like a Giant. That's a good yeah. fucking call. Yeah. They go out and get him. Yeah. Little PR move. Then he hits 231. <laughs> it's better than what they've had. All those other guys are shit in the outfield. Um, yeah. I mean, look, within five days of the conclusion of the World Series is when Martinez, Profar, Suarez have to make their decision. Is that right? That soon? Uh-huh. Okay. Five days of the World Series. So that's when it gets interesting. But, I mean, I would think if I'm Suarez, I'm opting out. Martinez, I'm definitely opting out. Yeah. And then you just, you play the market. See what the market looks like for these guys. Yeah. I'm not going crazy for either one of those two guys. You think Suarez is going to look for a place he can be the closer? I mean, again, it's, oh, a, it's a, a rock question. star move. When he came here... He thought he had a real chance of being the closer. That was one of the, the things when AJ signed him. I think he shit the bed in Arizona on day one. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was there. Rodgers was there. Uh, because he traded Pagan and Paddock yeah. right at the start. Yeah, I mean, Rod, I mean, we told you on this show, Rodgers was going to break your heart. Yeah, you said it. And he did. Um, I, I think people remember... It's what have you done for me lately? And I think people are going to look and, and remember the, the Harper home run. Yeah. So if you're wanting to be a closer, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams that need it. I mean, I, I look at Twins don't have a closer. I take Suarez in that. Yeah, for sure. So what? We don't see Harper. Okay. So Suarez um, dominated the Dodgers too. Could you see them chasing him? Yeah, I think there's. Yeah. yeah I mean, I the think Dodgers don't have a closer either. No, I think there's a market in a lot of cities for yeah, him. I do too. I mean, really, I think he's probably the most marketable free agent they have right now. And so I don't, we said this the other night when Laura was here with Erica. I don't think they have a lot of decisions they need to make because they have affordable guys that can come back, but insanely important decisions. I was going to say the same thing. Coming back. Really important because you're right there. You're right there. Yeah. A few games away, final four. Yeah. What's the difference of getting to the next level? So the decisions are very, very important. You can't afford to miss. Yeah, Pomeranz is back. I mean, you've got Austin Adams is probably coming back. Would have Pomeranz have pitched against uh, Harper in that situation if he was healthy? Uh, lefty? Yeah, probably. I mean, dude, when he's healthy, he's one of the most dominant guys in the game, right? He's got to get him healthy. This fucking town, well, well instead of jumping on Tatis, they're going to jump on Pomeranz. Fuck you, Pomeranz. Yeah. Who would have made it to the World Series, asshole? That guy. 
Um, you never liked him. Never. <laughs> never. You didn't like him the first time he was no, here. No. Never have liked him. Couldn't believe they signed him to that deal. Um, but Pierce Johnson's back. He's a free agent, too. Bless you. He's a free Excuse agent, me. too. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think that's an easy number to meet. Yeah. And, it, again, I think he's that one guy that's a lock that will come back just because I think he likes being here. Family. His dad used to work for the Padres. Yeah. I think he's, uh, he's, he's definitely coming back. Look, if somebody offers him money, you let him go. Yeah. That's uh, serviceable, but replaceable. Exactly right. So um, I was looking for a, a list of the Padres I wrote down. Um, the, okay, a couple things. Um, the Hosmer thing yesterday, I want to touch on oh, it real yeah. quick. It's great. Was so, I thought it was hysterical. Two things I thought were hysterical the last couple of days. I, yeah, obviously, we trash talked in San Diego. I trash talked. Those fucking guys in Phillies that did the goddamn credits of the San Diego Padres with the theme song from the movie Coach Carter running and the names are scrolling up. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, oh my God, dude. It was the best trolling I think I've ever dude, seen. Gotta, I love all that. It was pro fart, the check swing, then the screen freezes, and then it's the entire roster. <laughs> and it says 2022 <laughs> forgettable season, San Diego Padres. And the music from the movie Coach Carter's playing, dude, is so Who fucking would funny. I know that. Who dude, knows a Coach uh, Carter? Oh, fuck, I've seen the movie. Oh, my God, dude. I was like, this is the f- okay. some of the best trash talking dude, I've ever seen. That's it. If somebody kicks your ass, let them kick your ass. <laughs> yeah. So the Hosmer deal yesterday was nuts. I had no idea Hosmer went crazy yesterday. I started getting calls oh, that saying, was great. did he block you? And I was like, what are you talking about? And then I had to look it up. And sure enough, I kind of enjoyed the fact that he blocked me. And I'm like, wait a second. He blocked a bunch of like everybody that has a 619 area code. You basically got blocked. Hang yesterday. on. Hang on. Yep. Not me, bitch. Are you disappointed you aren't blocked? No, I'm of dis- course not. Maybe he doesn't think you're relevant. I think, he thinks, <laughs> I think it's the complete opposite. I think he knows that I'm a, a decision maker, an impact player. And he goes, hey, we may not always see eye to eye. But there's a mutual respect there. Dude. See what that says? Follow him. He's is there any way to me. see if he blocked any Padre teammates from before? Oh, I would have no idea. I'm dying to see if he blocked like Will Myers, Let Luke me Voigt. I hope Luke Voigt blocked him first. Ah, Completely ah. fucked Luke Voigt. Yeah, I'm not going to follow him on Instagram. That's weird. I don't need to do that. But yeah, no, look at that. Let's see what happens when you pull him up. Oh, it's his block, dude. Why would he have blocked you? I have no idea. You ever do makes Nothing. you interesting. I have no idea, dude. I've never even followed him. You think he blocked you because you're a close talker? I did slam him, dude. I'm one. Um, it was how would he find that out? I have no idea. That's why I don't know how he did it. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, Dave. I, I'm disappointed. What's his goddamn Twitter again? Uh, Haas 350 or something. It's the real Haas, isn't there something shit sure. like that? Sure, is it the real Haas? Hang on. Okay. I'm not a fucking PR guy. The real Oz 305. It's good. Oh, well, no wonder you got blocked. Your punk attitude. <laughs> God. I can't see. Hold up. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do, too? Yeah. Tell you what I'm going to do right now, just to piss all you people off. Yeah. I'm going to find the last look, thing that he... Look at my phone. Oh, yeah, he's had it with you. Yeah, done. Oh, I, I put a split screen from a couple years ago. Sven from, uh, from uh, right. The Running Man. Yeah, he didn't like that. And uh, and then uh, Burt Grossman, a funny line. Sven could fucking hit. Oh, <laughs> shit. Is that right, Burt? 
Yeah, I compared him the, from the running man to Hosmer to the side-by-side. But I don't know how the fuck you knew that either. You know what I'm going to do right here? Huh. You're going to insult him right now? I'm not going to insult him. I'm going to like his last tweet. Okay. What's his last tweet? Uh, well, it's actually pretty nice. It's about the Arizona Sports Hall of Fame honoring Pedro. Okay. Pedro I already, Gomez. I already blocked a grounds crew guy in Arizona from the Padres. <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, what did he do yesterday to go? Fuck, I got nothing going on. The only guy, the only guy I blocked <laughs> recently, yeah, just because he's just a dipshit. And uh, there's one guy on Twitter, and it's a fake account. I'm not even going to say his name. Good, but he was uh, trash talking um, Laura and Erica. Oh, really? After being in here, and so he wrote. Uh, he wrote a line that said something about their appearance here on the show and then wrote blowjob. So, yeah, it's a real cool thing to say to two chicks, right? Yeah. So I see the screenshot of it, and I said, hey, fuck that guy. you the dipshit. you got 41 followers. And I go, and to clear everything up, Dave stopped doing that after he paid yeah, off I his did. student loans. I did. I did. I did. I did. And the person I sent it to was like, wait, what? I was like, Dave wasn't turning tricks to pay off his student loans. What's going on here? There are people, there are people we talked to during the day. I just want to take my phone and smash it. They were like, oh, my God. Is he okay? There's programs and grants. Matthew Lesko. Well, Dave didn't know. He was down behind Joe Lar. Like, God Dave, we're just trying to make it easy for everybody. Yeah. Some people just, wait, whoa, what? And you let him do that? No comment. You remember all those jokes when you were a kid? You'd go up to some guy in high school, hey, man, do you remember your first blowjob? Yep. This is the worst how long, joke. How long did it take the guy to finish? Okay. <laughs> that was always, that was this, like, ah, you asshole. This is my all-time favorite joke. My all-time favorite joke is uh, told to me, by the late, great Jimmy Orlando, bartender at Yogi's. <laughs> and, uh, and he told me his joke. And by the way, Jimmy O's and Del Mar named after him. So I'm in at Yogi's having a beer. And he said, yeah, did you hear what happened? The bar down the street? I said, no. He said, yeah. Guy went in there the other night, and there was a big orangutan sitting at the end of the bar. So guy's having a drink, and the orangutan's just sitting there. He says, the bartender, what's up with the ape? Bartender says, it's funny you ask. Check this out. Reaches under the bar and grabs a two-by-four. Hits the ape over the head. Ape climbs over the bar, starts giving oral to the bartender. So the bartender says, what do you think? Guy goes, that's pretty cool. He goes, you want to try it? Guy goes, yeah, just don't hit me so hard. <laughs> there you go. I said, I don't. I'm not listening to that. I'm getting the hell out of here. I have a high school education. <laughs> there you go. You're all classed. Look at you. What's wrong with you? Hey, what's wrong with me? I didn't write it. Jesus. And Jimmy Orlando, God rest his soul, passed away from ALS. That's how he's <laughs> spent his last couple of years telling me disgusting jokes. Hey, I could take one for the team. Not like that. Not like the ape did. Oh my god. Everybody gosh. has their limits. Oh my gosh. What? 
Everybody has their limits. Hey, I want to mention Alan Taylor, Taylor oh, made pools. We always do this. What we a always transition. Someone called him out on this the other day. I fucking told someone, what was the call? I, uh, last week I said, I fucking told you, it's 91 fucking degrees. Now call Alan Taylor, you piece of shit. And then, <laughs> there we go. We went right from that joke right to Alan Taylor again. Again, your, your pool's right around the corner. All I have to do is call Alan Taylor. The weather's always extremely nice. Right now, we're sitting here in t-shirts. Got a fan going. It's, it's hot. It's, it's, it's hot. Almost November. Look, the weather's always nice for a nice time to jump in the pool. Let's have that pool party in your backyard. Alan Taylor's standing by. Ask about available financing. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Dave's right. At night, a little, uh, little bit of fall. But, man, oh, man, during the day, continues to be amazing. Now, yep. the crazy thing, and I'm sure we've all noticed it, all of a sudden, 530 at night, you're like, it's dark. But if you were a kid, Dave, did you have access? We had a community pool where I lived. Actually, we've had two community pools. Do you ever have a pool where you lived? No, we used to, we belonged somewhere. We, but yeah, you understand the yeah, point of course. Yeah. that when you could go out at night yeah. and the pool's turned on, it's a little bit like what we have right now, a little bit of that fall air, but yep. you're in the warm pool or have Alan build that jacuzzi as part of it. Oh, there's nothing better. We're watching NBA. You got football. You got the World Series coming on. UFC seems to be on every third night. Nothing better. So no matter how you want that backyard pool built, Alan and his team can help you do it. Best thing to do, get some ideas. Hey, what's up, front row? Look at that. Wow. Uh, best thing to do is go to DaveAndJeffShow.com and uh, click on the sponsor page. Take a look and see what some of your neighbors have done and find the perfect pool for your backyard. Absolutely. Dan Williams is who you want to talk to when it comes to your financing. Right now, if a pool's in your future and you're like, hey, I wonder how I can swing this. Again, a good time to talk to Dan. You're talking about the financing that goes with it. He specializes, though, in getting you out of debt and also helping you get your first home. Call Dan tomorrow, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. So important to have your finances in order, especially this time of year. I mean, I, I think for all of us, for me, Dave, coming up, I got kids turning 15 next week. Thanksgiving's yeah. a couple of weeks after that. Christmas right behind that. And then, of course, New Year's Eve with Lisa Ann, downtown, uh, midtown Manhattan. We do that every year. Of course. Go to the Ryan Seacrest party. I mean, it takes a lot to to manage it financially. And and I'm not going to lie. For a lot of years, it was a struggle. My addiction to Cavassier, but I was able <laughs> to get it all managed by watching Borrow Smart, uh, Repay Smart, Two Minute Tuesdays with my man Dan Williams, all five, eight of him. Detroit Tough. He's sick of that joke. Who started that? Who started calling him fight? Was it Erica? Probably. Dude, the the Padre jersey that says 5'8". Not the number 58, but the 5'8 that Gavin put together. Holy fuck, might be one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He's not even close to 5'8". Dude, I think he's taller than me. Yeah. I'm 6'3". I think Dan's at least 6'4", right? Dan was a college basketball player. Yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) like the Hoosiers day, playing in the peach basket. But, uh, yeah. They started that rumor. He's not 5'8". Yeah. But I think it's funny. I laugh every time I see it. But the one thing you won't laugh about is how great he'll get your finances in order. 
He's helped me. He's helped Dave. He'll help you too. Absolutely. Brian Curry is the guy you want to talk to when it comes to homes. You want to find that brand new home. So many people have questions, especially the last few years. Man, this market has jumped up and down like you wouldn't believe. As you know, as you heard our show, we talk about it all the time. Go with the best when it comes to getting the most for your home and finding the new home you're going to move into. It's Brian Curry, 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. Dave, I think the neighborhood that we might want to avoid is 24th and Euclid. What's going on? I don't know. It seems like every night the cops are doing a visit there, and I don't think they're checking in to see how your pup's doing or, yeah. to, or give you safety tips for Halloween. So a lot of places around San Diego, but as you drive around or you watch the lovely Kathleen Bate at night on Fox 5, man, it feels like a lot of time they're down anywhere from yeah. like 12th to 40th in Euclid. We probably want to scratch that. <laughs> Take that off the list. We're going to cut out of there. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm thinking I want to get a little closer to work. Yeah. I've been driving from PB. So I don't know that driving from Rancho Santa Fe into Carlsbad will make that big a difference. But I think uh, Brian and I are going to do a couple of drive-bys. Just go by and see what's available out there. See if the old yep. Brian site estate still available. <laughs> uh, wherever you want to live, Brian Curry can tell you, like, he'll tell me, no, we're not going yep. to look at the Brian site estate. <laughs> Seriously? We're not going? Yeah, I love that Brian Curry does this, though. No joke. And there's so many times Brian could cash checks, and he goes, no. He yeah, we're not doing that. That's not good for you. You aren't going to be happy. Isn't that the house where Robert Fick used to live? Yeah, but you're not going to live there. Oh, okay. Robert Fick. Yes. Is that where world... Chris DeNorfia. <laughs> <laughs> Where did World Be Free used to live? Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, any of those. We're going to go, what do you think World Free lived? Like 100% you can ask Pete. Pete and Coronado would know. If there's anyone standing in front of World Be Free's house looking for an autograph, it was Pete. Yeah. Jesus. Swen Nader. Swen Nader. <laughs> any famous celebrities? Phil Collier? Yeah, any of those houses. Uh, Brian Curry's going to take you on that tour. And uh, tell him Dave and Jeff sent you. I have something I got to ask yeah, you. Yeah, by the way, if uh, if I got the name right, it was Leslie Jordan that just passed away, right? My buddy, okay, I'm going to recommend okay. a movie for you. Okay. My buddy, Kirk Geiger. Did you like Leslie Jordan? I did, and I was just thinking, if they ever made a movie about Phil Collier, Leslie Jordan would have played him. He would have been him. the guy. Yep. He would have had to work on that voice. The Phantom. I think it would have been even funnier, keeping the same <laughs> <Yes>. voice. <laughs> Dude, my buddy, Kirk Geiger, yeah. who I went to San Diego with, was on, you would like this, Dave, for years, he was on One Life to Live. Okay. Played Kevin Buchanan. Is that right? Yeah. He's in a movie called Sorted Lives, independent movie, and Leslie Jordan's in this movie. Bo Bridges is in this movie. Bonnie uh, Bedelia, you know who I'm talking about? No, I don't. But Bo Bridges. Dave, this movie is funny as shit, and Leslie Jordan is always in drag, lip-syncing Tammy Wynette. Yeah. They send him to therapy. He's got a female therapist, and the female therapist tries to turn him straight. The movie is so great, but I... I, Dude, I loved Leslie Jordan. That guy is so goddamn funny. And the other day they had... He's on a TV show now. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's on a TV show with uh, Mayim Bialik. Oh, yeah. Call Me Cat. Yeah, he was uh, on that. They just were saying they're stopping production for a while, but... He was a major character, like in every other scene. They had clips of him that they were playing the other day from when he was on Will and Grace. Dude, he's so funny. That's Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes is funny as shit too. And the um, Nick Offerman's wife. 
I know you're talking about. I'm yeah. trying to blank. Yeah. Dude, Sean Hayes and that woman. Yeah. Megan Mullally. Yeah. And going back and forth. It's so goddamn funny. They're so mean to each other. But my buddy Kirk said, um, who worked with Leslie Jordan on Sorted Lives, said he was just an amazing guy. As you can. Yeah. Is pretty easy to believe, right? But. Yeah, if you want to see a funny movie and, um, yeah, San Diego Zone, Kirk Geiger in that. Sorted Lives is funny as shit. Leslie Jordan's great in that movie. Cool. want to mention Kyle Fluger again. Kyle Fluger is the guy to help you with your website. Make sure everything's working okay as the holidays get closer and closer. Called Kyle today and said, man, I'm having a major problem, as dumb as this sounds, with my computer to my printer. And I go, I know this is basically way, way below what you usually yeah. work on. Dude, I'll see you tomorrow. I mean, he's, he's that guy. So, look, if you have any issues at all, you got to give Kyle a call. He will help you out. It's not just because we know each other. Everybody's a friend to Kyle. Again, make sure you call Kyle Fluger at 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. All right, I need either you or Flugs to give our girl Dream Date Laura Kane a call. I was supposed to ask this two weeks ago. What's the deal with you walking in? This is the second person you told me to call. Yeah, but, okay, Laura Kane needs help i'm not going to get into the whole thing on the air but i'll tell you off the air or okay. flukes can call me yeah but laura kane after dark we love laura and we love eric and it's currently on a hosted site that they want to get it away from okay and she's not exactly sure how to do that yeah and i told her you load up the show yeah and I, god i can't believe i actually remembered to bring it up so either you or flukes we got to get in contact with laura Okay. They had a they had a very funny show the other day. You ever check out Laura Kane after dark? They had a witch in and Dave Oh shit. Go watch just for Eric's facial expression. Okay. That guy cannot hide anything. Funniest guy. But um but yeah, either you or Flugs, I gotta get you in contact with her. Good deal. All right, here we go. How old are they and how much are they worth? October twenty sixth. We have okay. five of them here. Wow. All for, right. First one is Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Interesting. I'll say... Let's say 70. 75. Really? Yep. Um, 400 million. It says 120 million, but you I never know the politicians. More. Yeah. Seth MacFarlane. You know who Seth MacFarlane yeah. is? Yeah. Okay, from, fam, oh. from Family Guy. Jeff's not a Family Guy guy. No, but I know who he is. Okay. He's funny. Dude, he did the funniest goddamn skit ever on Saturday Night Live with Bill Hader. The yeah, puppets. that's right. He was great on that. I'm going to say Seth MacFarlane is 45. 49. And I'll say 300 million. Exactly right. Yeah, that I guy. thought you were going to be way low. No, he's talented, man. All right, Keith Urban, the country singer. Like Keith Urban. I'll say uh, 55. Exactly right. And I'll say 450 million. It's a $75 million. Oh, bullshit. Okay. That dude's got money. Place he's got Nicole Kidman's he's married money. Nicole, he's Nicole Kidman's money. Who would you rather drive with? Uh... All right, well, we'll finish this up. Nicole Kidman doesn't like me. I met her one time. Remember when I, she thought I, when I pulled the move, I was friends with Tom Cruise? Dude, I don't think I could drive with Nicole Kidman from here to the amphitheater. <laughs> but I think I could drive with Keith Urban from here to Bend, Oregon. Yeah, you could. Seth MacFarlane, no doubt. Yeah. Could you drive with Hillary from here to I, Bend, I, Oregon? I could. I could. See, I think because... I don't hate Hillary. I'm not one of those people who hates Hillary like Mike Costa. No, I didn't. Oh. You see him go after her on, for, on her birthday today? I was like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing, that guy. Jesus. He's, he's lost. Um, But I think I think if you're just driving in the car, 
There's no camera. There's no mics. I think she's got great stories. I'm going to ask her about Vince Foster. <laughs> Remember Vince Foster, the guy who showed up dead? Oh, she might just be like, you pull over. You pull that one out. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Damn it. All, all right, right. All right. Two more for you. Pat Sajak. Oh, that little snake in the grass. Uh, 68. 75. Really? Him and Hillary born the same day. Um, Dude, he's, he makes It makes crazy you wonder why money. he still works. Yeah, he makes crazy money. Lives I, in Virginia most of the time. Is that right? Yep. 150 million. It says 70. It says 70. Oh, come on. I'm just telling you what I, I think got. they make like 20 million a year. Yeah, it says 16 million is what he makes, which is the same as Jimmy Kimmel, it says. Yeah, no, I mean, he works two days a week. Yeah, no shit. Two day, is it two days a week or two days a month? Doesn't uh, he go and record those like, like twice a month yeah, in LA? Yeah, it's funny. They tape like, yeah, it might be like four days a month. Yeah. Because they tape like five shows a day. It's pretty wild. That's amazing. Yeah. All right, last one. John Hader. Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, man. What happened to that guy? <laughs> you know he has a twin brother? Identical twin? Is that right? Yeah. I gotta, I'm going to text Salisbury and ask him because Salisbury's in bench warmers with him. That's right. I got to ask him if John Hader was a good dude. Uh, John Hader, 43. 45. If you're a Salisbury, okay, you, you know him well. Yeah. The, what they wanted him to do in bench warmers, could he have done it? No. Yeah, but, there's but no he, way. But knowing Sean, like, I, dude, I told Sean he was the reason I canceled Viking Update. Yeah, no, I think it so funny. synced our friendship. And Sean's great, man. He's doing a thousand different shows, or I'd get him plugged in here just to talk NFL. You want Sean on one No, night? I don't. Why? Because he treated me like shit on ESPN one time on a national broadcast. Oh, well, yeah, things happen. He acted like he didn't know me. Well, he didn't block you. <laughs> Osmer blocked you. He didn't send me dick pics. So, hey, I guess we're good. I don't know what to say. Yeah, he fucked me over nah. on ESPN. I have no desire to talk to Sean. Uh, John Hader. I've known Sean for like fucking 15 years at that point, and he pulled that move. You introduced us. Yeah, he probably forgot. <laughs> Bullshit. We were hanging out with him, you, me, and Pete Rose. Oh, that's right. Yeah, completely fucked me over. I'll, I'll, we'll mend fences. Sean's a new dude, guy. I'm not interested anymore. You need, you need salvation. Literally, I was in San Diego doing a Charger game. He was the fucking studio host. And the Chargers having a shitty game. I go, man, this is one of those games where the Chargers could use Salisbury. And he goes, I don't even know who you are. He said to me, on the fucking air. <laughs> and I was like, you cocksucker. <laughs> I think I called you and go, this fucker just hung me out to dry on a national fucking radio audience. John Hader is worth, Dave, I, it can't be much. I'm going to say $3 million. It's a $10 million. Oh, because maybe the bench warmers. He money. also did a, um, a fucking uh, ice hockey movie with Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. No. The, you got to see that one. You, that's funny as shit. Um, you would you'd laugh Blades your ass of Glory? Off. Yeah, Blades of Glory. It is funny, dude. Your is kids it? would laugh their asses off. Okay, I'll check that one out. All right. Here we go. Five random questions. Let's get the hell out of here. All right. All right. This, this question right here actually came from a Patreon listener. All okay. right. I like these. Straight to you. Okay. Growing up, you had friends with the nicknames of Cheech and Boom. Uh-huh. What was your nickname? Because they think you're holding out. Uh, I'm not. I didn't. Cheech uh, was Shane Marin. Okay. So his nickname was Cheech for Cheech Marin. And Boom's last name is Boomershine. Okay. So we just call him Boom. Uh, nothing. It was just simple. It was just JD. Okay. That's it. So Jeff really didn't have a nickname. Um. No, okay. I, I would tell you. Yeah, no, it was nothing. Uh, my buddy Dane was just Daner. Uh, Tommy didn't have a nickname. Um, yeah, mine to this day has always just been JD. 
Remember that I told you the other day about the girl who uh, started talking shit to me about yeah, Alabama losing? You made her cry? Yeah, she sent me a huge bouquet of flowers yesterday. Oh, that's nice. I never had a girl send me flowers. How about that? All right, what's the first movie that made you cry? Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Oh, I got to think about that. Oh, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, I think I... Dude, I'm a dog guy. Yeah. Been a dog guy ever since I was a kid. Where the red fern grows. I knew you were going to say that or old yeller. Yeah, where the red fern grows. Yeah. That one and any Never of saw those. it. Never saw that one. Oh, what? Where the red fern yeah. grows? Big Dan, Little Ann? Fucking great. So good, yeah. man. It's just... Yeah, all those. It, it wasn't... It wasn't one of those... I don't think I've ever had a movie where you're like sobbing oh i did this one my answer yeah go ahead i did you know my answer this yeah. is one of those where sobbing though yeah if you and i went on the on the like newlywed game like how well you know me you yeah. you should know the answer to the movie that made oh, me yeah. cry no i know it the champ oh god that's oh that's right oh i would have oh i would have fucked that up yeah john voight yes wake up champ oh ricky schroeder yes i was balling in the theater i was like looking at my parents like why do you take me to this Jesus. John Voight. John Voight. Yeah. Dude, John Voight was so good in uh, Runaway Train with Eric Roberts. John Voight's always been a great actor. I do. He's just a whack job when he's not acting. Complete whack job. (laughs) What if I get John Voight on the show with his scarf? No. You want to talk to him? Who would you... (laughs) Dude. God, we were so angry. Here we go. Here's a toss-up of two guys I would not want to drive to Bend, Oregon with. All right. right? John Voight and Herschel Walker. (laughs) Uh, we sponsored we sponsored Herschel. Okay, Herschel's a complete dope. Yeah, he is. We sponsored Herschel for clinch gear. Yeah. Aaron Creasy's dying laughing right now. We sponsored this dipshit and gave him dough when he was trying to be an MMA guy yeah. for Strike Force. And he shows up somewhere, he's got a fucking tap out shirt on. Jesus. Ah shit. Nicest guy. Dude, nicest could be. Dumb is a fucking rock. Just Herschel shirt. When he pulled out that badge the other day in that debate, dude, he, I am a cop. No, you aren't. What <laughs> you is he are. doing? No, you are, dude. He was. Yeah, I didn't deal with him very much, and I don't think he's with his wife anymore. Which one? Dark haired one. Yeah, I know, but I think you, it was yeah, Julie. Yeah, you remember that whole? You saw the whole stories last few weeks. All these kids are coming out saying he no. never showed up. Yeah, four kids, four four women. Fucking, he's oh, never been shit. in their lives. Really? Yeah. Fuck, I didn't know. I haven't seen any of that. The whole abortion deal. He's oh. been in the news. He's writing checks for abortions, and he comes out. He's never done it. It's dude. Everything Herschel has said in the last four weeks has been a major lie. Oh fuck. Um, no, I would. I met Herschel. Said he was ninety-eight percent Cherokee. Oh what? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> they fact-checked it zero percent. It's a mess. I've never met John Voight. I did meet Herschel, and he was incredibly cool. Other than the fact he had a tap-out shirt on when we were paying him to wear clinch gear. But um, I would ride with John Voight, dude. Oh, my God. Did you, ever, did you watch Ray Donovan? No, I never watched Ray Donovan. Oh, the, the later seasons get kind of taper off. Dude, the first couple of seasons, Dave, do you have Showtime? Yeah, of course. Leave Schreiber and, ah, yeah. and, oh, dude, John Voight's great on that dude, show. He, you know what movie he was good in? It's a shitty movie. It was Anaconda. He's scary as fuck in that movie. I didn't see that. but did Jennifer you ever- Lopez and Ice Cube? Yeah, I never saw that, but you didn't see Runaway Train no. when it, in the middle of the winter when it was him and uh, Eric Roberts no. and Rebecca... Romain Stamos? No, no, no. Rebecca DeMornay? Yeah. 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 
I always that think one of, probably sucks, but when we saw it in high school, John Void, I always think of uh, the Champ and Deliverance. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, that's an. Uh, I don't that's another bad that movie. Again. Yeah, that's and another. Yeah, that's another movie. I looked at my parents. Why would he take like, me? What to are this? we doing? <laughs> like, get the hint. <laughs> All right. Um, do I? Do you identify with a dead or living celebrity? Oh, that's funny too. No, I don't think I do either. No, that'd be kind of fucked up, right? I, I yeah, Dave, very much with Jimi Hendrix. No, Bert Convict. Bert Convict. <laughs> I almost said Wink Martindale, but I'm not 100% sure yeah. he's dead. Yeah. Rip Taylor? <laughs> Who was the guy on Match Game with the glasses? Oh, Charles Nelson Riley. Yeah, Charles Nelson <laughs> Who's that guy who does weather on KUSI? He reminds me of Charles Mark Nelson. Mathis. You're dude, right. Mark That's Mathis. a good call. Dude, Mark Mathis is great. That's a good call. Do you know that guy? I don't. I, I met him a few times, I, but I don't, we is don't know each dude? other. Yeah, he was nice, super nice. Dude, guy. he's funny as shit. I, uh, yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that ripping Mark Mathis. Mark Mathis makes me laugh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What do you wish for in the world 10 years from now? Oh, I, can you imagine being that pompous <laughs> of a prick? You're going to just pick the pods or the bikes? Oh, yeah, there you go. Let's do that. <laughs> how, about a, how about a parade where we're not celebrating a third-place finish? Yeah, yeah, Pods World Series would be great. For just, Th- that'd be for, nuts. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I was trying to think. A little bigger? Yeah. Well, I, like for me, honestly, God, so, someone was talking to me. I was talking to a young, I say young kid. Anyone younger than me, I was calling him a kid. Sure. This person was about 23 years old. And I, we were just commenting. I said, man, in the last six, seven years ago, I've been amazed by the amount of people that aren't afraid to hide that they're racist. Like I was unaware. Uh, un- un- yeah. un- unaware of how bad things Kanye? are. Kanye? That's the guy I was going to get to Kanye. So Kanye, in just in the last 24 hours, went from being worth $1.7 billion to $400 million. No way. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Fuck it. And good for Aaron Donald and everyone else who yeah. jumped off to. Fuck that guy. You know what? Is Pete Davidson, I was trying to figure this out. Is Pete Davidson Jewish? Yeah. That's what I was told. Pete Davidson's Jewish. Yeah. He couldn't, he couldn't yeah. get over the fact that yeah. Kim left him. See, the thing that's dangerous with that is you, you obviously you're creating violence. When I Terrible. was in New York and talking to, to Lisa, she was saying it is not uncommon that you see on the news that Asians are pushed in front of subways. Really? Yeah, the Asian hate has been insane, especially in New York City. Dude, I'm in uh, I'm in Toronto two weeks from tonight, but two weeks from yesterday, yeah, whatever that is, the eighth, I'll be in New York City. Yeah, got you know we talked about it. I got five hours. I just kind of want to try to get down and see the World Trade Center and get back. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, I miss New York. I, I miss it. But New York's a place where you go, and it's really fun. But you better keep your head on a swivel there. Yeah. Uh, you're not in the movie theater, right? I agree I, with you. Yeah. I agree Get in, you. get out. All right, last one. Do you have an all-time favorite quote? Yeah, I uh, love it. And I, I talked about this a lot, and I say it to my friends a lot. Um, it's when I was working for USA Boxing, found myself in a little gym right down the street from here, and we would get there early. You'd get there early and, and get all the kids checked in. And, man, I love USA Boxing. It's just really good and has done a lot of good work. A lot of the gyms here locally have done so much for the kids in our community. Get them off the street, build up self-esteem, yeah. confidence, the whole thing. But we would get there, if the if the fight started at 1, we'd get there at like 11. And walking around this gym, I was always fascinated because old posters are up, and I love all that stuff. 
And then I saw a uh, a little picture framed, and it caught my eye, and I walked over, and it said, champions stand up when others stay down. Yeah, you use that one a lot. And it just, it means everything, man, because, I mean, Dave, you and I have a friend right now that's in the middle of it, fighting it, and we just talk about it all the time. And it, it, to me, that that's my favorite one, right? Yeah. Champions stand up when others stay down. I used to use a lot of like John Wooden ones with my kids. And the one I always think about is when I used to tell them to do their homework was failing to prepare is preparing to fail. Yeah. And he use that in sports. He use that in business, whatever. But there's one I, I just framed, which Jeff tried to hide my picture that I just had done, but it's timeless order. And he says, yeah. there are three types of people in the world. And it, it, basically the, there are three types of people, those who make it happen, those yeah. who watch it happen. And those who wonder what the fuck just happened. Yeah. And, uh, and it, he's absolutely right. I mean, we all know those three types of people. Oh, you know, yeah. what, what kind of person are you? Are you a proactive person or not? Yeah, you have to be yep. in everything. You have to do it. Uh, the other one I loved when John Wooden, the coolest one John Wooden said, was the best gift you can give to your kids is to love their mom. There you go. And I, I think that's pretty pretty cool. A um, couple of quick things. So Tuesday the 1st, just prepping everybody. That's two weeks out, right? No, the first. No, Tuesday uh, the 8th. Excuse me. Yeah. Tuesday the 8th. Excuse Days are running. Next week, yeah. Yeah. Next week should be a relatively normal week, I think. But my kid's birthday is the second, and then I'm with Matt Coyle on the third. We're going to see Robert Crace. So we may be here Sunday and Tuesday. Okay. If that works for you. Yeah, I could do it. Um, and then the following week, it would be Sunday, and then I'm out for uh for eight days. Heading up to uh, Toronto to see our friend. Lori Bertman's going to be there. Oh, in Toronto? Yeah, Sweet. can't wait to see Lori. Probably going to conference call with Skip and just, you know, not not bring you in on that. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> and then uh, the great Joe Carlo yeah. will be there. Can't wait to see her. Haven't seen her in a while. Our buddy Jimmy Hughes. Is he going? Jimmy Hughes will be on the trip. Nice. I'm trying to think. I think Try that's- not to lose your luggage this time. Well, shit, I'll actually be there as long as I show up and don't end up in the hospital. So, um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we may be back Sunday. If we don't see you Sunday, then we'll see you back here. I also want to give you guys a heads up. December 1st, we're doing a Jake's Projects dinner. Um, basically, just come and have, have a Jake sandwich over at Cali Barbecue on uh, December 1st, 5 to 8. It's Thursday night football that day. It's going to be a good matchup. And uh, come by, say hi. But again, uh, the proceeds will go to Jake's Projects, Helping Kids. I, I wish I could be there. I can't. I'm actually speaking at San Diego State that night. Can't move it? About the podcast. I'll see what they say. I see think they listen to it, this man. show. We'd, love to, have, we'd love to have you there. The problem is I think December 1st is the last class of the semester. Yeah. So I, I don't think they have a show. I don't think they're in class December 8th. But I'll talk to the teacher. But if not, I'm scheduled. If you can show up, I'd love to do a live Dave and Jeff show. Be great. Yes. So, all right, let me talk to San Diego State and see if we can get that thing moved because I'm scheduled to be there six to seven. Okay. Now, um, I'm at State six to seven, which would get me over to Cali. I could be at Cali by 7.30. Probably 7.30, yeah. So Right? It, yeah, so there's a chance that we'd be able to do a show. We'd do a show at eight. Well, shit, we do it every night at eight. <laughs> yeah, but we got to talk to Sean. He's the one putting this whole thing together for us. So All right, let me talk, talk to, to Sean. San Diego State, and we'll see if we can move it. Okay. I promise they were very nice. They reached out and asked uh, me to speak to a bunch of kids about sports media and podcasting. And, you know, Dave, anytime somebody asks us to do that, and this has been on the books for a couple of months, 
But let me talk to them and see if we can get that. And the other problem is it it's Thanksgiving and it's Toronto and everything else. But if we can get it moved or if Sean's cool with doing a show at like eight, uh, as soon as I'm done at state, I talk six to seven at San Diego state. I can uh, tell them, Hey, everybody head down. We'll do a live show right now. And I'll, I'll come right down. I'll show to you camp. how it's done. Little pip squeaks. Yeah. You little weasels. <laughs> there you go. All right. Plan on being back Sunday, everybody. Have a good week. Door. I laugh so hard I 